0: Welcome to Strategic Real Estate Investor Radio, presented by Strategic Real Estate Coach. Strategic Real Estate Coach is where the nation's leading real estate investors, brokers, and agents turn to transform the way real estate business is being done in neighborhoods across the nation. If you desire to make more money, do more deals, grow your passive income, and build the lifestyle you've always wanted, you need Strategic Real Estate Coach. This powerful team is led by Josh Catwell, a seasoned investor with nearly a decade of experience, over 600 transactions, and generated over $5.5 million for himself and his partners. Now, sit back, listen, learn, and accelerate your business with Strategic Real Estate Investor Radio.
1: Hey there and welcome back. Josh Cantwell here from strategicrealestatecoach.com and Freeland Lending and Freeland Ventures. And welcome back to Strategic Real Estate Investor Radio. I really want to welcome you and thank you. If this is your very first podcast interview that you're listening to, uh, we strive here at Strategic Real Estate Investor Radio to bring you the absolute best tools, resources, and guests that can help you make money in today's real estate market. Uh, Through Freeland Lending and Freeland Ventures, we provide financing, lots of different financing opportunities for real estate investors, including no money down real estate investing funding. Um, And what I like to do from time to time is bring on a guest, a good friend of mine, who has a niche in real estate that I feel can really deliver a lot of value to you as a listener. And that's what I've done today. I brought on my buddy, Chris Cedar. Uh, Chris is not only a good friend of mine, he's a real estate educator and speaker in the real estate space. Uh, He's a great affiliate marketer as well. Uh, But Chris is also one of my coaches. He works with a lot of my students um, in small group formats in our forum. He works with them at live events and coaching them on webinars and likes to focus his uh, training on finding off-market and vacant houses. Uh, Chris is part of a family office in the Billings, Montana market uh, that owns over 130 rental properties at last count. Uh, Him and his father and his family office own over 130 single and multi-family units that they manage. And Chris is also a virtual investor who wholesales properties in four or five other markets, including Charlotte, Las Vegas, Cleveland, and Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I want to welcome Chris Cedar on the line. Chris, thanks for joining us today. How are you, buddy?
2: Good, man. Thanks for having me.
1: No problem. We've had you on a number of different things that we've taught and uh, guys, as you listen to Chris, uh, you absolutely are going to want to visit Chris's websites, download all the free material and free information you can get from Chris. Chris is, uh, you know, very giving. He's given out a lot of free information. Um, And so we'll give Chris's website out to you guys. You can download a lot of his free material. But Chris, we're going to focus today on off-market properties and specifically vacant houses. Uh, So Chris, before we jump into that, why don't you give everybody just a little bit of flavor, a little bit of color about your background, um, kind of how you got started in real estate and where you guys are at today and what you're focusing on today.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got started back in 2009, the year I graduated college, and I got started because my father's been doing it for the past 30-some years, since the early 1980s, so after college that was kind of a an easy transition for me. It was what I found that I was passionate about, what I really enjoyed, so that's when I got started. Um, getting started, we started kind of locally, mainly just rehab deals um buying a couple rentals and slowly built it up to last year in our own local market doing uh, around 15 rehab projects um, also last year doing I, I don't even know how many virtual wholesale deals a, at least 20 plus virtual wholesale deals um, and then this year also doing a, a ton of virtual wholesale deals earlier in the year and then right now really focusing on on doing a lot of rehabs locally also so that's kinda where where we're at right now um, our, our biggest thing right now is just finding more and more deals and that's where definitely where the the off-market properties come into and what we're our main focus has been actually for the past probably almost two years fantastic
1: so obviously guys Chris has a lot of real-world experience doing a lot of deals, you know, really since 2009 and his father is a long time before that. So Chris has had a great mentor in his own dad to kind of teach him up and coach him up in the business. Uh, But Chris has obviously taken that on and customized that for himself and his own lifestyle, doing rehabs, doing virtual wholesale deals, and taking it from there. So Chris, why don't I ask you the question, why don't you start with your focus is on vacant properties, why? Why are you so
2: focused on vacant houses? Um, we found that, that vacant houses in our local market and in other markets, they're just, right now for us, the, the best deals. There's the least amount of competition because a house sitting vacant, ninety probably 90% of real estate investors aren't gonna really do a lot of follow up, following up on that. Most want leads or deals spoon fed to them via the MLS or something like that so that eliminates a lot of competition and a lot of times these vacant houses that we find they're sitting there they're in distress Um, there's some situation going on with the the homeowner that they really don't want to either deal with the property don't have the money to deal with the property don't have the time so we found that a lot of times these vacant houses the owners are more motivated to to want to sell so that's really our our focus and we found too that no matter what the markets doing over the past several years there's always vacant houses for for whatever reason there's always people that that pass away that leave a vacant house to their family there's always a, a landlord evicting a renter no matter what the markets doing there's always People are always going through some sort of financial distress where now they have a vacant house they can't fix up. So that's really what we've we found and why we absolutely love vacant houses and, and that's one of our, our main focuses. Fantastic. So Chris, I know you talk a lot, and you've done a number
1: of videos on your blog and your, your home website um, about how to you know why you should know your market better than anybody else and that's really the best way to understand the market, where you can buy and flip, where you can buy in wholesale, but also to understand where your cash buyers are at, where the vacant properties are at. Um, So I know you have a four or five step process for really monetizing these vacant houses but let's start with kind of step number one here which is getting to know your market better than anybody else. So when you say doing market research What does that really mean? If somebody's a new real estate investor or somebody is a virtual investor going into a new market and they're going to buy houses, vacant houses or do virtual wholesaling, what are the techniques, the real logistical techniques to get to know a market better than anybody
2: else? I would say one of the things is the, the main reason why you need to know your market is because you need to know the specific areas. One, if you're... Say wholesaling, you need to know the specific areas where cash buyers, where real estate investors, where they want to buy, where they want to focus on. And if you're rehabbing, you also want to know those areas in your market where um, the majority of, say, first-time home buyers want to live, because those are going to be the areas that you're gonna you're gonna want to focus on. Like for our area example, you know the area that we do most of our wholesaling in is not the same area that we do most of our rehabbing in. So I really think those are important. You want to definitely stay in areas that are, we for our business like to focus on the working class, middle middle class areas. Those we found are the the types of areas and the types of properties that we can move the quickest. Um, We like to avoid the really low income areas where there's gonna be a lot of deals but it's gonna be harder to move the properties or the only people that you can really sell those properties to are kinda of the low income landlords that that they will buy a ton of the properties but we found that in the the working class middle-income areas that's where the first time home buyers wanna buy that's where they wanna live and that's where the the majority of our deals Come from, so that's where we focus. You know, 95% of our effort on, um, and then the the high end areas we usually avoid because those areas aren't really the best wholesaling areas. Um, they can be good rehabbing areas, but you also have a, you have a higher price point. You have higher remodel costs. Um, days on market are a lot longer when you're trying to sell a property, uh, just because there's the the buyer pool for those properties are a lot less, so that's really what we focus on, and to go about finding those areas, we use what we do is um, two different ways. If we're looking for areas where we're gonna wholesale in, we look for areas that have a lot of cash sales, and a cash sale is typically an investor, and we also look at areas that have a fair price point, not really low and not getting too high, so right in kind of that middle, air, middle ground. Now if we're um, rehabbing the property, we don't necessarily look at cash sales, but what we look at is through our MLS, we look at kind of the average price point areas and a realtor can find these different things out for you or in your MLS, um, but we find those average price areas and also we look at days on market. We want to see the areas where where houses are selling pretty quickly once they are fixed up and in good condition. So we like the the areas that have low days on market are usually those hot areas where first time homebuyers wanna buy. There you go guys, so uh, cash sales,
1: uh, where you can find the the working class areas where you're gonna find working class properties with landlords that rent to working class people. and you also want to look for the second piece, which is the lowest days on market with a reasonable sort of middle class price point. So, Chris, do you find those reports? Do you find those using RealQuest? Do you find those using the MLS? Do you find how how, how can somebody actually go get that data? Do they do they partner up with a realtor who can pull it you know, out of the multiple listing service? And again, you know, when you invest. Where you live in billings versus actually flipping houses let's say in Charlotte or Tulsa, where would you go to get that data?
2: I would go to a a realtor um, the best and most accurate data that I've found you know in any market is going to be from the the mls so if I'm going into a new market, I will contact a realtor and just ask him for the the data telling them. You know, hey, I'm a real estate investor. I usually say, hey, I'm looking to to buy a couple rentals in the Charlotte area. And I was wondering if you can help me out. First, I want to do some market research and kind of find out, for my own knowledge, what area I want to go into. And um, to do that, I need uh, the cash sales from the MLS and a little bit of just basic market research. And I just ask him for it um most of the realtors are very receptive and will will definitely help you out um it typically does take you know, up to 5 i've had one market where it took up to me contacting 10 realtors in order to get the the information that i needed but you, know, you just got to be persistent and that's that's the best way to to find the data great so
1: once you've done the market research you kind of know the working class and middle class markets. What are some of the actual techniques Chris to actually finding vacant houses? What, what, what are maybe your top two or top three strategies to actually go find a vacant house um, and, and locate those. You know, I, you know I, the vacant houses are obviously not in the multiple listing service um, the ones that we want that are off market or obviously there 's nobody raising their hand saying hey i 'm a vacant house. come by me, so how do you actually find them
2: the The best way to find them I would say is the I guess my top way is driving areas or having a a bird dog or a property scout driving areas for you and just kind of driving around, looking at houses, uh writing down addresses that that would be number one um, if you're not able to do that, I would say the second best way is to uh, acquire a list of vacant houses, and there are a couple websites like FindMotivatedSellersNow.com that they actually you can enter in zip codes or county or whatnot, and they will pull all the the different vacant houses for that area for you, and you can just download a list now. Buying those those lists like that are not 100% accurate as opposed to driving areas and actually seeing the vacant house. Um, that's why that, driving the areas, I would say is definitely a little better. But if you don't have the time or you're not in that market, you know, pulling a, a mailing list is going to be your, your best bet.
1: Are you struggling to find great real estate deals to flip, rehab, buy and hold, or wholesale? End the frustration today and get 55 simple and proven strategies that find smoking hot deals in your market absolutely free. Go to 55simpleways.com slash podcast right now. That's 55simpleways.com slash podcast yeah so really, step number one is to acquire a list of vacant houses, right? Well, step number one really is market research. Step two would be a finding or acquiring the list of vacants, and you can either drive for dollars and 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 write down all the vacant houses uh so chris i mean i you know we've I've seen a ton of vacant houses, and obviously there's some telltale signs of you know what a vacant house is. Things like, you know, the grass is two feet tall and there's newspapers stacked up at the front door or the the garage or there's, you know, stickers on the front door or the front window from either a utility company or a foreclosure company or a property preservation company. You know, snow that's, you know, not shoveled, houses in disrepair, broken windows. So any, you know, people can common sense wise think like, how am I going to identify a broken house? That's pretty straightforward so um, after you've kind of gone through step two then you have a list then whether you've driven through neighborhoods or bird dogs or you've acquired and bought a list what's step number three what do you do next?
2: The the next step is say if I I drove areas I have a list and all I have right now is addresses what I like to do is I look up each of those addresses in my county's tax assessor's website just type in the address um, then it'll give me the owner's name and it also give me if the owner has a different or a, a forwarding mailing address so then what I do is I usually put it in some sort of either, either a Google Drive spreadsheet or a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet and just go about finding the owners owners that way and and putting a list together usually I all all what I do is I have a notebook in my car write them all down then at the end of the week I'll just go sit in my office for for an hour or I'll have uh, one of our uh, acquisitions managers do it where they'll look up all the the things, throw it in a spreadsheet and then it's ready for us to to go on to the next step. Gotcha so your your county tax assessor's website
1: or your county auditor's website those are the kind of things guys that the next step just to make sure you have the owners, the correct names when you're mailing those out, you're mailing to the right person, the mailing address, um, and looking for phone numbers. So
2: once you have those addresses, what's step number four? The next step is you send them either a letter or a a postcard. Um, You want to, I guess, try to get into contact with them and one of the best ways is to send them a letter. Uh, We use either. Uh, Sometimes yellow letters. Yellow letters for vacant houses we found works extremely well. If you have a small list, um, say under 100, I would definitely say go with yellow letters. They're going to be pretty affordable, and you can get them out right away, so send them a yellow letter. I usually just put something like uh, dear and then the, the name. Hey, my name is Christopher Cedar. I was driving around the other day and noticed that you may have a vacant property at 123 Main Street. Um, I'm currently looking to buy a property in that area. If you're interested in selling, give me a call, then my phone number, and thanks and my name. Um, So that's really it for a simple yellow letter. For a postcard, we use a a site called clicktomail.com, and we use that when we have usually typically over a 100 mailings that we're sending out, and they're about, I don't know, 43 cents or so per postcard so it's really really affordable and we just send them a little postcard pretty much saying the same thing that hey we're interested in in buying your property I usually like to use yellow postcards they seem to from my tens of thousands of postcards I've sent over the years they seem to have gotten me the the best response rate so we send them a postcard and then typically through click to mail once you send the postcard it takes about three or four days for them to produce it and drop it in the mail and then usually another uh, two three up to four days for that owner to start receiving the mail
1: gotcha so they receive the mail and hopefully they respond right they want to sell they get the mail they call you up and say yeah I got your letter what's the typical response when you get these phone calls which you've managed hundreds and hundreds of these phone calls what do sellers typically say
2: when they get your letter? They typically are I guess number one, a lot of them are curious, hey, um I got this letter from you. You know, how did you get my information? And we usually just explain, hey, um and usually it's explained in the letter, but they always have questions. Hey, yeah, I saw you at a vacant house, so I I just looked up your your information on the tax assessors and, and sent you a postcard to see if you're looking to to sell and then we just simply ask them is that a piece of property that you would be interested in selling and a lot of them say absolutely you know some of them say you know I'll only sell it if I get top dollar Uh, some of them are saying oh thank you so much for that postcard Um, we really need to sell this thing today and those are the calls you want but that's typically what they say gotcha fantastic so let's assume that
1: the forwarding address that you got doesn't work, right? Because obviously anytime you send direct mail, there's going to be a certain percentage of those direct mail pieces that get returned
2: undeliverable. What do you do with those? With all of our return mail, um, we usually do what's called skip tracing. And what that is is just using some sort of, I want to say professional service that, can find that homeowner's either their cell phone number, their home phone number, some sort of phone number, or even a better forwarding address for them. So I use, a, it's a website called tlo.com, and what we do is we just enter in the the owner's name, sometimes we enter in either just the the city and state that he was, they last lived in, or sometimes the whole property address, and what that does is just spits out a little information sheet with bunch of different information on the owner and then what we do is we simply just give them a call and say hey my name is Christopher Cedar I was driving around the other day and I noticed that you may uh, possibly have a rental property or a vacant house at 123 Main Street Um, I'm looking to buy a house in that area and I was wondering if you were looking to sell and you know with with cold calling people it is I'd say it's probably Fifty-fifty, the the kind of response that you're going to get. Either it's either yeah, they're going to sell, or it's no, I, I'm not going to sell that. But um, typically, it's people are pretty receptive. Got it. Yeah, because you
1: know, direct mail is obviously great, and you're going to get a certain response from that. And these are motivated homeowners who have a vacant house. Could be an inheritance property. It could be a pre-foreclosure, it could be an out-of-town landlord with a property went vacant, it's not occupied, lots of different reasons why it could be vacant, lots of reasons why they could be motivated, but the address is not always accurate. So following up with a phone call is very, very important. Um, now Chris, I don't know about you, but when I, when I have a vacant house that I'm buying or looking at, typically the neighbors are <laughs> they're a wealth of information, they, they seem to know everybody's business. Uh, and I know you feel the same way about talking to the neighbors. So why can the neighbors be a really valuable resource when you're looking at buying vacant homes?
2: The neighbors, it, it seems like every neighbor kind of knows everyone else's business. So they all, a lot of them talk to each other. They know when somebody's going through financial distress. You know, they, for some whatever reason, they just they just know. And a lot of times these neighbors also, have phone numbers for the the previous owners. I know that all the neighbors around me, I've given them my business card, um talked to them, you know, just to to let them know what I do, who I am. And also, you know, if hey, if if anybody you see anybody around my house, can you can you let me know? Um so I, at least in, in my area, our neighbors, we kind of look out for each other's houses. So most people, that's kind of what, what they do also. So if they the the house is vacant, you can't find the, the homeowner, That neighbor, one of the neighbors might know them, might have been good friends with them, and you never know, might have their cell phone number handy. So that's a, a great place to, to start. That's fantastic. So again, so guys, step
1: number one, your market research. Step number two, acquire a list whether it's driving for properties, bird dogs driving for properties or buying purchasing a list from you know various resources like finding motivated sellers now or other list providers like listability or US lead list. Uh, Some of them don't have access to a vacant house list, some of them do but you want to buy specifically a vacant house list that has high equity. So that's step number two. You know, Step number three, looking up the properties, looking for forwarding addresses, tax assessor's office. Step number four, send out the mail. Step number five, uh, look for phone numbers for any undeliverable mail or phone numbers for the mailing you sent, follow up with all of the mail that you sent, make phone calls. We always made phone calls Monday nights. Uh, When I used to personally make the phone calls, I'd make them Monday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Or Friday night during happy hour between 4 to 7 p.m. on Friday night. People are always home early. They're relaxed. They're chilling out. A lot of people are home from work early or if they travel during the week, you know, they started their weekend a little early. They're home. That's a good time to call as well. Um, or you have a team or a realtor that can follow up and make the phone calls for you or an acquisitions manager, which is what we have now. Acquisitions managers that call, follow up, make the phone calls for us. And then obviously after that, you got to go see the property, do your evaluation and make an offer. And as we've always taught, we have our automated offer formula, which is we take the after repair value times 65% minus the repairs, and that's our offer price. If you're in a really competitive market or a hot market, after repair value times 70% minus repairs, and that's your offer price. Um, so, Chris, I know that you have a lot of trainings that you've offered for free, whether it's you know, on your website or a YouTube channel, some free reports that you've put out there. So I really appreciate this information today, very kind of quick-hitting, very simple five steps. But if somebody wants to download some of your information or visit your website to gather more info, where can they kind of hunt you down and, and visit your
2: visit your website or call your office and get more information yeah absolutely if uh, somebody wants more information on uh, vacant houses in particular you can go to vacant house riches dot net and you can download a free quick start guide there's some blog information videos and and different things like that um, they can also just go to com. that's s-e-d-e-r and there you can get more free information um, a little more information about me, what I do, and, and all that fun stuff. So they can definitely check me out on, on those two places. Awesome.
1: Well, Chris, man, this quick hitting, great interview, very uh, actionable information today. So I really appreciate it. So, guys, look up uh, Chris online. Check him out at ChristopherCedar.com or VacantHouseRiches.net. Uh, but of course, if you're one of our active students, you're going to see Chris inside of our forums, inside of 40K Flips and Freedom Funding. You're also going to see Chris at our live events. Uh, I do want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, we just recently made the news and noteworthy front page of iTunes. Not only the news and noteworthy front page of the investing section of iTunes for podcasting, but the very front page. Of iTunes and all of the iTunes podcasting universe, the news and noteworthy section. And so it's because of you listeners that are out there consuming these podcasts, listening to them, and also leaving us positive comments and reviews that we were able to jump into the news and noteworthy section. So I want to thank you and congratulate you, all you listeners, for helping us get there. And as always, if you enjoyed this interview with Chris, go into uh, the iTunes podcasting universe, look up Strategic Real Estate Investor Radio by Josh Cantwell and Strategic Real Estate Coach. And leave us a rating and a review of this interview with Chris. Uh, leave us a five-star rating if you felt that it was worth five stars. Leave us a review uh, of, of the information that Chris provided. And if you have additional comments or questions of future interviews that you'd like us to do, uh, just let us know. And as always, you can visit us online at 55simpleways.com forward slash podcast. And there you'll find our free report, 55 Simple and Powerful Strategies That Find Great Real Estate Investments. And some of Chris's material that we discussed today is in that report because Chris helped me co-author that report. So 55simpleways.com forward slash podcast. So Chris... Thanks again for jumping on today, I really appreciate it. And of course, we'll see you inside of one of our forums at one of our upcoming live events. And we'll talk with you soon, I really appreciate it, buddy.
2: Yeah, absolutely, thanks for for having me on, I definitely appreciate it too. All right guys, thanks for joining us for Strategic
1: Real Estate Investor Radio. We'll talk with you soon, have a fantastic day.
0: You were just listening to Josh Cantwell and Strategic Real Estate Investor Radio. Leave a comment on our iTunes channel and let us know what you wanna learn next who you would like Josh to interview, or if you just want to share some of your success stories in real estate, and maybe we'll talk about it in the next show. While you're there, give us a five-star rating, and make sure you subscribe so you can be the first to hear new episodes. Follow Josh Cantwell and Strategic Real Estate Coach on Facebook and Twitter, and definitely check out all of our awesome free training videos at youtube.com slash SREC video. Finally, download your free report, 55 Ways to Find Killer Real Estate Investments at 55simpleways.com forward slash podcast right now so that you can get better at finding properties and funding properties and stay up to date on what's happening right now in the real estate industry. That's 55simpleways.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.